you're tuned in to the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. Powerful ideas to rock your restaurant. Here's your host, Roger Bodwin. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. You know, we've been featuring all types of companies out there that are helping this industry forward uh, through this terrible crisis. And if you're still operating or if you're soon to be open, you got to know that it's all about contactless ordering and payment. Okay. So this week's episode, I'm speaking with Laurent May. And he is the founder of a company called Ready to Pay. And Ready is all about offering a virtual ordering kiosk, no matter where your customer's at, whether they're in a hotel room or their home or wherever they happen to be, they can order virtually through their phone, pay through their phone, view your digital menu, and it's all about, again, contactless ordering and payment for your restaurant. So it's offering a new form of hospitality that's not only convenient for the customer, but it's as safe as well as it can be. So that's super, super important. This company, Ready to Pay, is also offering a free demo. So I definitely encourage you to check it out. It's a new business model out there, a whole new way of operating, and Ready to Pay is offering a great solution. So stay tuned to the episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. And as you know, these are engaging topics that help restaurants rock their profits, build their brands, and deliver amazing guest service experiences. And that last one is so relevant right now because this crisis is unprecedented. It is devastating our industry, but the majority of us have been forced to close our dine-in, sit-down service and pivot to a you know a grab and go or a delivery or a curbside pickup model and that's why this guest today is so perfectly relevant his name is Mr. Laurent May and he is the head of a technology company called Ready and Ready offers a contactless way for your customer to connect with your restaurant to check out your menu to order and to pay and and possibly also leave a review as an option if you want to leave a review all without the need for a third-party app. No need to download anything. Just use a smartphone. It's really awesome. I'm really psyched to have you here. Thanks for joining me today, Lauren. Thank you. Great to be here. So I love the name, Ready. Your website, of course, is readytopay.com. That's cool, right? Very perfect. And I'll I'll include that in the show notes because I definitely want everyone to check this out. You also have a free demo, which I watched, and I'm like, wow. Eureka instant. That is so easy. So you offer a seamless service here. And that was really the point, wasn't it, Laurent? You really wanted to remove what you call the friction of the whole service model the way it used to be, eliminate the pain points and the hassles from the customer's point of view, which also loses a restaurant money. Am I right? Yeah. So I think if we we think about sometimes one of the one of the downsides of going out to restaurants is actually being able to order or pay. Uh, you know, we do have to do that split check split check dance and and provide the credit card come back you know in our research it showed that it can take up up to 20 minutes to actually leave uh when you want to and you have to uh you know go through that payment process so what we what we started with was deploying um our ready pay at table service to all the different dining room tables where you could when you are ready to pay um use your smartphone uh, tap a ready target, bring up your bill directly integrated into your point of sale and pay when you wanted to without an app download. So that ended up saving um, 
restaurateurs and customers about 22 minutes per table and, and really drew drove table time uh, table turns at peak time so uh, that's that's that was our, our contactless payment option at table and, and because of covid with all the dining rooms being uh, closed down uh, we offer the same type of technology for ordering uh, for curbside pickup uh, order ahead and, and virtual drive-through this is really cool technology. And as we all know, I mean, technology just keeps moving forward at light speed and you never know what's around the next corner. But I just think you're perfectly positioned right now because like I said, so many of us have switched to that new model and we have no idea how long this is going to last, this crisis, and how long we're going to continue to operate before we can go back to regular dine-in service. And then once we're allowed to, whether the government, you know, the governor of your state says, okay, you're, you're, ready and free to open for business again, you have no idea how the customer is going to react actually going and sitting down in a group setting versus continuing this model for a while. So I think this is relevant. Before we get into what it does, how it works, and all the ins and outs, Laurent, can you sort of give us your backstory? I mean, have you ever worked in restaurants before? It seems like you're a tech guy. You're the head of a tech company now. Um, where did the idea for Ready come from, really? And was it your brainchild, or was it a brainstorming session? And just Tell us all about that. Yeah, sure. So my background is is on the payment side. So I was an early employee of a company called TO Networks that was acquired by PayPal a few years ago. Um, after after that uh, experience, we you know I was looking for my next challenge, and and um, a company called IQ Metrics actually incubated this idea. Um, so IQ Metrics is a company that is uh, the leader in the wireless point of sale space. So companies like Sprint and at and Verizon used their technology. And they had this entrepreneurship program where employees can come up with great ideas and try and you'll go to the board and say, listen, I, I want to solve a problem. Give me some funding. I'm going to kick, I'm going to kickstart off um, an idea. And then one of those was ready. And it was, um, it was uh, based on the fact that one of uh, our employees, uh, Garrett Rogers, who's now the ready CTO, um, just had a new baby and he was sitting at the end of a meal and he says, there's got to be a better way than waiting for my check to be dropped and pop giving my credit card as his, you know, his new, his newborn uh, son, Toby was kind of expiring in front of his eyes and he was waiting for his bill. So he mm -hmm. came up with this idea, uh, took it to the board. It was incubated and uh, got to the point where they were looking for some um, some more experienced leadership. And that's where I came in at the beginning of uh, last year. Awesome. You know, I love the word entrepreneurship that you use. And here's a nugget of information for the audience, because right now, while restaurants are either idle or you're offering limited service, limited days, perhaps, now's really the time to work on your business, you know, to put the mm. systems in place that are going to give you the best chances, not just to survive and come out the other side, there may be a better, stronger, more profitable restaurant. So this technology is one such system, but the nugget I'm talking about is really training your staff to think and act like owners and to have mm. your back and to incentivize them and recognize and reward them for outstanding achievement. And it sounds like that was part of this program, but that lesson can be translated to our customers, our restaurants, you know, anyone can have that entrepreneur philosophy. And these are the kinds of people we should be looking for when we hire, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. so I, I'm really glad you brought that up. Okay, so now we know how ready came to be. So essentially, we're talking about a virtual ordering kiosk that is literally your smartphone, right? And it doesn't, it doesn't require the app, which is a beautiful thing. 
because I think there's research out there that says a vast majority of people, you know, 60 plus percent of people really don't want to download apps. And if they do, their phone's already clogged with 30 other apps. And it's like, you really don't want to search for stuff. So that's beautiful. But I guess the piece that I'm missing is there's such a thing as a ready code at a participating restaurant. Tell us how that works and how the phone recognizes the POS system. That's right. Yeah. So one of the one of the unique things that we do that's quite novel is uh, on every single table, whether you're going to be ordering through your phone or paying your bill in a postpaid environment, um, is we have a unique QR code and unique NFC target that is a map to the table. So when we map that QR code in an NFC tag, when a customer comes up with their phone and taps the target or scans the QR code using the onboard camera, uh, we know exactly what table they're at. They're at table 101 in restaurant you know, restaurant two. So we're able to actually, uh, with that experience in real time, go into the point of sale that we're integrated with and render the check for you in a matter of milliseconds. Um, so at that point, you can look at your bill. Um, if you're if you're out together, uh, we could split our bill without talking to the server. Um, and I can pay with Apple Pay or Google Pay or entering a credit card. And so we've seen people, you know, tap the QR code and check out in, in less than 30 seconds without talking to a server, without having to set, settle the bill with, with wait staff. And we kind of Uberize the payment experience and you can just walk out when, when you're ready to pay. Are people really appreciating this experience that is more likely for them to leave a positive review as well at the end of the process? Are you seeing that happen? Yeah, so one of the optional uh, modules we have uh, on our pay product is the ability to leave um, service reviews, and you can set up different factors you want to collect information on. But it's a quick three-question survey. You know, how did we do today? What are the things that, um, you know, contributed to a great experience or a poor experience, and what can we do better? Um, And what we're seeing is mobile payment is one of those things that we, you know, ready mobile payment is one of those service factors that we list. And um, 99% of people are actually indicating as uh, mobile payment was one of the factors that led to a great experience. Of course, there's other great things about restaurants, the food, the, the atmosphere, the service, but consistently being, it turns out leaving when you want to leave when you're a busy person is a really important part of the guest experience. Okay, so you're eliminating a lot of pain points for the customer here. And that's the part where you're removing the friction. I really like that. So things like waiting, a customer waiting is a huge pet peeve, huge, no matter who you are, right? So waiting, and then there's the whole mixed up order thing that sometimes happens when you've got a third party person that sort of intervenes between the table and the kitchen and all that, that costs a restaurant money. And then finally, bad reviews certainly cost a restaurant money. So all this kind of goes away and you're taking away the pain point and you're allowing the restaurant to focus on what they do best. And that's putting out the great food and drink that people really come in for, you know, and the ambiance of the place, of course, which is in a typical as business as usual setting. But now, obviously, there's a lot of takeout and delivery and curbside pickup and all that's going on. But, you know, you're speeding up the process and and it's just eliminating that, you know, the costs that are the lost money and now you can serve more people, can't you? I think. Yeah. So table turns have gone up, like we were talking about at peak times. Um, yeah. Beautiful. You know, we're, we're turning tables twenty-two minutes faster. So if you have a a restaurant that has a line, this you know this yeah. this really adds to your your bottom line really quickly. Um, you know, getting people into the tables faster, and a lot of people don't want to wait at all, like you just mentioned. So there's a lot of lost tables 
because people come into your restaurant, see this line in the lobby, or, you know, they talk to the hostess and that's a 45 minute wait. Well, you've lost that sale likely. They'll go down the street. So uh, Ready really reduces that. Okay. So now we're, okay. So that's business as usual again with the sit down situation. But now with this new model, depending on how busy a restaurant gets, and there are some restaurants right now that are absolutely crushed with business, okay? Because people, they just, okay, they're sick of being at home, you know, 24 (laughs) seven for the past month and a half. And they really want to get out yet. They're really afraid of the contact with people. So they're still avoiding the contact, but lots and lots of people are doing this curbside pickup thing, the contactless service thing. So let's just say, can a restaurant really sort of get inundated with people all into what they're offering that once they find out that this restaurant is participating with the ready, you know, platform or system, I mean, let's walk through the logistics of processing all these orders and making sure that you can seamlessly serve people without the wait. You've eliminated the weight of the payment piece, but what about the wait to pick up the food now? And that's something you guys really can't control. Yeah, so I think as part of uh, as part of the the COVID uh, you know crisis here, we we've looked at our our platform, and and one of the things that we've extended is on the order side the ability to order ahead. Um, and if through our platform, you can set up pickup times that are based on how busy your restaurant are, is, um, the other thing that we've done is we partnered with par, uh, who owns the, the brink and operates the brink point of sale. That's really popular in the QSR space. And we launched, um, a virtual drive-through with them. So on the QSR side, uh, physical drive-throughs have been incredibly busy. You know, they've maintained their 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 revenue level or increased actually quite dramatically. Yes. Um, but right. there is a lot of restaurants and QSRs are either inside units or just don't have any physical drive-through. So how do we capture that drive drive-by pe- uh, traffic as well as this concept of of a safe ordering environment, uh, which is in the drive-through? You you have that in a contained. Uh, ordering environment. So what we're doing is we're working with brands to designate um, uh, parking spots where you can actually interface with the ready uh, uh, platform by scanning a QR code. We know exactly what parking spot you're in, so you don't have to enter in all your you know personal information or or you know your your make and model of your car, or your license plate number, which I think is a little heavy. You scan the the QR code. Up comes the menu again. No app download, no registration, uh, smart defaulting to to Apple Pay and Google Pay for easy payment. You place your order, and because we're integrated into the point of sale and bring particularly, uh, we can actually write down. Okay, um, you know, stall one has ordered. You know, combo number six, and you can bring it out when it's ready in a really safe way. So no exchanging of money, no exchanging of credit cards, all done through a digital self service experience. Let's touch back on something you mentioned earlier. Now, do customers have the option of deciding when they want to pick up the food or is it up to the restaurant to say, okay, the order's just been placed, your food will be ready in 15, 20 minutes? I mean, or can both happen? Yeah, both can happen. Uh, more more uh, typical is basically what we call a pickup time um, that we add yeah. to our ticket when we submit it to the point of sale. Um, so customers can, you know, restaurants can set what their open times are. They can also set their minimum order prep time. So maybe it takes 20 minutes to create any order that comes in. So if I was to go through the experience and the, the pickup time was enabled, uh, we would, we would show, you know, what the allowable pickup slots are for that order. 
and customers can pick that and that is automatically integrated into the point of sale and, and the restaurant operator will see that I just ordered combo number one and I'm going to pick it up at, you know, one thirty in the afternoon. So that begs the question, you've answered that perfectly. Now we're talking about different POS systems and it seems like today there's more POS systems than ever. Are you integrated with a majority of these or what happens if a restaurant is using say toast or breadcrumb or something that they want to use, but yet you're not integrated with them? I mean, are you adding new systems all the time? Like where are you at with that? Yeah, so we have a bunch of direct integrations to the majors, Micros, Aloha, um, Squirrel, um, and, and, and many more. We also use a company called Omnivore that allows us to connect to a, a wide range of additional point of sales. But of course, uh, right now, there's a lot of demand from the long tail. You know, there's just so many point of sale providers out there. So we're, tr- we're prioritizing to integrate um, additional point of sales. Um, we're also looking at creating an unintegrated solution, meaning that we provide you with maybe a tablet and the entire ordering system is done through a ready, uh, a ready a system rather than relying on the integration. Um, so that that's something that we're looking to, to deliver uh, this year. But right now we're just focused on the integrated solutions. It's just a, right now is, it's a better experience for restaurant operators from a, from a inventory management perspective, from a KDS, all the different systems that are running. Once you're integrated into the point of sale, it just becomes business as usual from an order taking perspective. If we do need to deploy another piece of technology, that just slows things down and we're trying to get these things up and running as quickly as possible. Makes sense. So I first saw the beginnings of this technology years ago in an airport. And obviously airports are perfect for this because everybody's in a hurry and everyone wants to have a dining experience, but they don't necessarily want the stress of, geez, I got to make a plane in a half an hour. Do I have time to sit down and actually have a server approach me and get the meal on time and Mm -hmm. still make the gate on time and all that hassle, right? So I sat at this place and it was, it was kind of like a food court in the airport where there are lots of different choices, but you just literally sit wherever you want and here are all these kiosks and literally you're pressing buttons and it's bringing up pictures of the food and the drink and it's showing you what the price is. And you mm-hmm. could even go so far as, okay, if you have a gluten-free diet, these are the ingredients, all that kind of stuff. doesn't matter. Yep. But it was a seamless experience. And the only interaction I had was with the runner that actually brought me the food. But I paid through the kiosk. I ordered through the kiosk. And I sat there and I enjoyed the experience and I made my gate with plenty of time. And that's beautiful. Mm. And now everything has been translated to a smartphone, which is awesome. But I guess where I'm going with this is, okay, is do you see this as the new norm in the future? And will this ultimately, I know it's perfect for QSR because we have limited staff in quick service restaurants. We don't have full serve sit down dining. We don't have hosts and busers and servers and bartenders and all that kind of stuff. It's like, you know, it's counter service, it's drive through, it's food trucks, all that kind of stuff. But there are, you know, full-serve sit-down dining restaurants that are watching this podcast right now, and they want to know, is this going to eliminate my staff, and is this a way, one, to lower my payroll costs, and what happens if, you know, my customers really like the interaction with the staff, and is there a happy medium, and can I still use this technology with my old business model of full-serve sit-down dining? Where's the whole future of this going? Yeah, I mean, I think for us, we think we think that this was inevitable to move some of the some of these sort of mundane tasks into a self service model. Uh, but we do think this, uh, you know, COVID has has accelerated some of these uh, new realities in the new normal. 
Um, I think for us, we, we do believe that servers and wait staff and, and restaurant personnel are a really important part of the restaurant experience and actually can elevate a dining experience. So we're not here to necessarily replace them, but we do want to support them and we want to be able to let them um, focus on the things that really are important, which is great service and providing recommendations about the menu, et cetera. Um, so I think as an operator, you know, opening up, I think we're going to see some interesting things where um, you know, you, your, your number of tables may be limited. They may be, you know, spaces, maybe, um, uh, distance between tables may have to be increased or mandated. Um, so I think what's really important is to provide options to customers. I think we don't know exactly what that new normal is and, and maybe, you know, talking to a server wearing a mask and gloves is, is okay for some people, but other people may just want to have a dining experience that's completely devoid of any contact with, with, with wait staff. And I think having a, you know, ready order at your dining room table alleviates a lot of those concerns and provides options to customers. The important thing, like you mentioned, is it works in tandem or in concert with the regular, um, the regular way you serve uh, your customers. So if customers have an opt, you know, opt to order directly from their um, table using our ready self-service ordering, then you know the order just gets uh, submitted to the point of sale like normal, and the food will come out from from the kitchen. Or they can opt to uh, speak with the server and, and and place an order. And at the end of the experience, whereas a high touch point is payment, right? You're dropping off a check fold. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're passing your credit card that's being touched, that's being swiped on terminals. You, you could opt to just deploy the, the payment um, option, which is the ability to just pay at the end of the experience. So I think options and keeping your flexibility open is a really important factor when you're thinking about your new service models. I don't think anyone really knows, A, how long this is going to be, or B, what the consumer's expectations will be. So we think technology like Ready can bridge that that gap and and you know do it in a r- relatively frictionless way for operators and customers. That's beautiful. That's that's perfect. So you're really well positioned now and for the future. And this thing will just keep on growing. And I see as you know as this whole business model evolves and as the crisis evolves and all that sort of thing. I think that your features and the way things work will continue to seamlessly move with the way things are going. I'm sure that's your plan. I won't tell you how to run your business, but I'm sure you're thinking this through. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think, like I said, I think the, the, the march towards self-service, any, anywhere you see a physical kiosk, mm. what has replaced that is mobile smartphones. If we think about airline check-in, what has replaced airline check-in? That was checking yep. in on your smartphone. It, Correct. I don't know if you remember this. Yeah, the kiosks for um, yeah. kiosks for movie ticket theaters. I remember buying, you know, queuing up at the kiosk for that. That's been replaced by going online. So the idea of ordering food on a physical piece of hardware, I think, was definitely on the decline in some areas. Um, but um, you know, I think if you have the opportunity and the technology to leapfrog that whole capital investment, especially in the QSR environment. Um, you should do that, and and you can rely on the the kiosk that's in everyone's pocket, which is their smartphone. Absolutely. Okay, let's talk, Laurent, about onboarding and the timing. Say, I'm a restaurant. I'm intrigued. I want to get this going now. What's it take to get working with you guys and get up to running? And how long will that take? What's the process? Do I need any special hardware? I don't think you do, right? Just the smartphone. No. Yeah. So no hardware, which is really great. We're we're trying. You know, restaurants out there are are are, are in survival mode. So we're trying to onboard people as quickly as possible. 
Um, there are some limitations around technology and, and the other thing that's really shown is how complex your menu is. Um, a lot of restaurant operators are reducing their menus, so that makes a lot, a lot easier. But, um, you know, we're, we're able to get uh, some customers up in 24 to 48 hours. Um, you know, if you have a lot of locations and a lot of complex menus, combos, nested modifiers, these types of things that are a little more complicated mm -hmm. to set up, right. um, that can take longer. But our commitment right now is, is if you, if you come to our website, we have a free, a free offer for, for restaurants to, to waive all implementation fees, um, waive all transactional fees and all monthly service charges, uh, now until, uh, June, um, and get you up and running as quickly as possible uh, with no commitment. If you like the service, um, you know, we can continue working with you, but we really want to just provide a, a, a tool and a bridge for the community right now because we know um, it's really tough out there. Fantastic. That's an awesome offer. I mean, this is great. Everyone, this industry is rising to the challenge and everyone's helping everyone as best we can. And companies that, uh, you know, that are out there in a position to help are certainly doing so. So thank you very much for providing that offer. I'm also going to include that in the show notes to this episode. Let's talk about loyalty programs because I know that's another piece of this. So obviously... Yeah. You create a profile and now suddenly the system, or I should say the platform, recognizes your frequency at, at certain places. Tell, tell us about yeah. that. Yeah, I actually think loyalty is a really important part of, of reopening and the, and the new normal. Um, you know, being able to communicate with your customer, customers what the, what the new operating model is, what the offers are. Uh, fighting over those 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 restaurant dollars when you do open is going to be a really important part. So, um, pr prior to um, COVID at the Mertech conference, we actually uh, uh, announced our partnership with Spengo, which is a loyalty provider. So we'll be integrating Spengo directly into our uh, order pro product as well as our pay at table product. And we're really excited about this because we we're going to do it in a really seamless and, and frictionless way where. Um, it's automatic, so you're, you automatically can redeem offers on order and on pay, which is kind of a really interesting thing. If you're a sit-down restaurant and you tap the QR code, we'll let you know uh, based on the, the SpendGo platform whether or not you have a free appetizer, whether or not you have $5 off if you spend $50. Um, and that should really help on the dining, the dine-in experience. Be, there's a lot of loyalty programs for, for sit-down restaurants, but I think they're operationally really difficult to to um to, to run and they can be a, a lot of overhead because they require check-in and personal information going back and forth to the server again this is all self-service so we we think loyalty is a really important part of operations moving forward and, and spend goes our first partner and and we're really excited about launching that broadly yeah I, I would certainly certainly agree with that that's that's really good information as well i had another question um Let's see where we're going with this. We already talked about um, loyalty programs. We talked about the payment process. Let's go back quickly to the reviews. Does this yeah. automatically translate to Yelp and Google and TripAdvisor as well? Or does this review simply go to the restaurant saying, hey, I enjoyed my service and the food was good and the service was good. And I really appreciate the fact that the payment process was so simple. I mean, how does the online review get put in all yeah. Because we so, want those, uh, you know. It's like yeah, online online reviews are incredibly important to to attracting new business and keeping existing yep. ones. I think um, I was reading about this earlier this week, where it was like every additional um, additional one star positive in rating is another twenty percent of business. Yeah, you know, yeah. so the difference between a three star and a four 
star review is 20% in revenue or visits. Um, so it's incredibly important. So what we do is we kind of capture the bad reviews and try to keep them internal. So we provide you a, the ability to review those. Um, if you do provide a positive review, um, we will put in a link. We can't automatically syndicate reviews across the network, all the different networks that you mentioned, because that would just open up abuse across uh, their platforms. But we can put a link um, in the email receipt as well as the, the, the review app that'll allow you to uh, send a review to Yelp or Google or, or Facebook, whatever your platform of choice is. You do have to enter the review in twice, but um, this actually amplifies positive reviews and sort of subdues the negative reviews a little bit, which I think a restaurant operators really like. I absolutely agree with that. You know, it's, it's unfortunate that human nature, for whatever reason, negatives outshine positives and people are more likely to, when they have a bad experience, immediately go to a, you know, an online review site and I'm going to slam them and I got to vent, you know, I got to get out what happened and I want everyone to hear about it. But they have an amazing experience and then it's just an extra step to leave a review. And I've always recommended that restaurants find ways of asking for the positive review. And right now during this grab and go mode, if you're, you know, you've got takeout packaging that you're, you know, contactless leaving for them or dropping it off in their car, whatever it is, dropping a note in the bag is as simple as that saying, if you enjoyed your experience, we'd really appreciate your review so that other people can find us or whatever. And now this is a way that people can do that. But I guess I'm curious, are we asking for a good review? Are we trying to put that spin on it or is just leaving it up to the public just to leave a review of some sort? Yeah, you can, you can, you can leave any review. I think, um, you know, the question we ask is, you know, how did we do today? And it's a yeah. five star, it's a five star review. Okay. It's five um, star. Yep. Yeah. And then after you leave a four star or four, a four or five star review, it's like, great. You know, what did we do great today? And if you leave a one, two or three, it's like, uh, thank you. How can we improve? And that's where you can select up to six, what we call service factors. So food, service, mobile payment, um, you know, environment, cleanliness, you get to set these service factors. So very quickly, I can go four stars, food, service, and then we leave an open um, text box that says, you know, uh, you know, I really enjoyed my, my time. We get so many interesting pieces of feedback back and you're, you're totally right. Like um, when we deploy this, restaurateurs are like, oh, we're doing better than we thought <laughs> because all we get is slammed on our website, slammed on the, on the Yelp reviews, and we don't get those positive reviews. It's very, the, the ratio is really, is, really, is really off. But when you make the review experience really quick, two clicks and, a little, and type a, a nice message, you get a lot more volume of information coming in. You get a better picture of your operation. Um, so yeah, I think you're, I think you're, I think you're right about that. We're, we, you know, the option to sort of, uh, amplify the positive reviews is just a link. So customers can always go to Yelp or, or Facebook in any case, we're not trying to skew the picture, but I think what we're trying to do is provide an, an easier way to provide better information and better reviews, uh, to, to operators. Let's talk about marketing. Okay, you're adding new restaurants all the time, and there's got to be a way that we're spreading this virally, and we're letting our customers know, hey, we've got a new way of serving you, we've got a new way to save you time and money and, and giving you a better experience here. How are restaurants actually marketing the fact that they're on the Ready platform, and how is Ready spreading the word that, hey, this is available, and, and letting the consumer know that, hey, there's an easier, faster, greater way to, you know what I mean? It's a back and forth thing. Yeah. It's all about marketing. 
Yeah, so I think that's a good point. I think one of the things that we really do is support the the restaurant operator. We're not trying to build a brand on the back of of your restaurant. So from a data and marketing perspective, you own the customer. It's your data. You're never going to see, you know, ready paraphernalia on your table. Everything is branded to your restaurant. That's a really important part of our experience. We're not trying to, you know, steal customers from your customer base. Um, so, you know, that's where loyalty really comes in. We've We've seen really large um, sit-down restaurants have really small, let's say, mailing lists or the ability to contact customers directly. You know, customer or restaurants that do, you know, a million patrons in a couple, you know, in a half a year might have 10,000 people on their mailing list. So the ability to, to connect to customers is really important. That's why, you know, loyalty is a, a big part of that. Uh, we also work with their teams to, to get on social and, and, you know, Instagram and right. Twitter, you know, campaigns. And that is very effective for, for uh, letting the customers know and, and even maybe doing paid spots. And we support the team on doing that with marketing and, and, and tactics. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think, I think we really, we really want to support the restaurants to do that. Um, and, 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 make sure that it's all branded and, and owned by that restaurant operator. Well, this has been terrific. Um, if there's anything else that I've missed, I certainly want to hear about it, but it's, it's really important to us uh, at the Restaurant Rockstars podcast, especially during this crisis, to try to give people, our audience, our restaurateur, our hospitality space audience out there, all the new technology and all the tips and all the tools that'll help them, like I mentioned earlier, not just survive this thing, but really improve their business. So that's why I'm really pleased that you've been a guest today, because I think this is perfect for what the majority of restaurants are doing right now. Um, that sounds like an endorsement because this really, I, I really believe, you know, I, I've researched your company and I've looked at your website and I really like the way this thing works. And I'm pretty sure the most important thing is you've made perfectly clear is it's really all about the customer's experience. And that's really what we're promoting here. It's about hospitality, the customer's experience and creating a point of differentiation in the marketplace that sets your restaurant, your operation apart from the competition. And I think that does that. Um, with that said, have we missed anything? We covered a lot of ground in this, and I've got a really good sense of how this works, and I think our audience did too, but I don't want to cut short if there's more to talk about. Yeah, no, I think, I think you know, what, one tip for operators out there is just, just think about flexibility moving forward, right? So if you're, if you're bringing on new vendors or you're thinking yeah. about, um, you know, developing some, some new relationships, think about all the different use cases that you need today. But I don't think we know what the new normal is. So having f- flexible um, use cases and, and having a vendor that can actually deliver more than one thing is really important from a cost perspective and from just a vendor management perspective. So I, w- I would think about that. Um, the second thing is, yeah, check out our website. I think it's a great offer for people to, to come in yes. uh, on readytopay.com and, and, and try to get this stuff up and running as quickly as possible. And we're here to help. Um, if you have any ideas, uh, reach out. Um, we want to we want to partner with our, the restaurant community to make this a a better experience coming out of this. So um, you know, please please reach out and and we'll be happy to talk to you. Fantastic. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Laurent. I think this is tremendous. And uh, like I said, I learned a lot, and I'm glad the audience uh, you know has a new option that'll help them run a stronger business. 
That was the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. We will see everyone in the next episode. Everybody stay well, stay safe, and we wish you all the best of success with your operation right now during these challenging times. Thanks for joining us. Guys, you know, this industry is so surrounded with passionate people, resourceful, creative people. And no matter how bad this crisis has gotten and no matter how bad, um, you know, it's affected our business People are digging deep and they're really doing whatever they can, not only to help others, but to help their business, not just uh, survive, but succeed. And I've been really inspired by this. Last week, a colleague of mine, Jamie Oigel of RunningRestaurants.com, we had this idea. Actually, it was Jamie's idea. And uh, we were really excited to put together a virtual two-day restaurant recovery, reset, and resurgence show. And Jamie pulled in over 20 leading speakers um, in the industry, myself included, and we conducted this virtual show, and it was such a huge success. Over 500 registrations and the accolades, the testimonials, the positive praise afterwards from the audience was was just astounding to us, you know. And it was such it made such a big impact. So if this intrigues you, it was all about service and profitability and technology and marketing and all sorts of immediately actionable ideas. Again, from 20 leading speakers and the. Recording is now available if you missed it. So I definitely recommend that you check this out at the URL www.rrrshow.com and you can get the recording, which is uh, available for a limited time. It was actually eight hours of content, but now with this recording, you can tune in to the agenda at your leisure, at your convenience. And I guarantee you, you're going to get value and huge return on some of these ideas. Um, again, the testimonials were just glowing on how much we helped the industry and how much we helped individual restaurant businesses. Again, not just survive, but succeed. Now is the time to work on your business. If you're idle, if you're closed, or if you're offering limited service, work on your business now and uh, you'll be glad you did. So thanks again for listening. If you like what you're hearing, please leave us a review on iTunes. And also, we also want to announce that we've just opened up a new Facebook group. It's called the Restaurant Rockstars Official. So we're opening up chat and conversation and free advice, and we encourage you to, uh, to join that group. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Restaurant Rockstars Podcast. For lots of great resources, head over to restaurantrockstars.com. See you next time.